Hi, everyone. This is JJ, the co-founder of Good Pods. If you haven't heard of it yet, Good Pods is like Goodreads or Instagram, but for podcasts. It's new, it's social, it's different, and it's growing really fast. There are more than 2 million podcasts, and we know that it is impossible to figure out what to listen to. On Good Pods, you follow your friends and podcasters to see what they like. That is the number one way to discover new shows and episodes. You can find Good Pods on the web or download the app. Happy listening. Welcome to the world of Selena. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another installment of our interview series for Campaign 2 of Queers and Spears. We find ourselves in a dark, dirty corner of the capital city of Galoya at a train station. It's raining and the sky is dark. As we zoom the lens in on, are they a main character? No. Are they one of our main characters? Yes. But next to her is a herringon about five and a half feet tall all black fur, bright golden eyes. As he looks down at her and goes, all right, I've gotten what you've needed. You're heading out tonight. Don't forget to reach out. I'm sorry it had to be like this, but it's better for you to go at night. Doesn't say anything, but she kind of just like bows her head forward and nods a little. You have the address that I gave you? Mm -hmm. And the person I told you to find? Mm -hmm. All right. As you hear the train tracks clunking as the train comes down, this herringon pulls you into a hug and holds you for a second. And sighs as he pushes your hair back a little bit uh, as he runs a paw over the top of your head, kind of uh, moving your ears out of the way. And if you wouldn't mind describing yourself in this moment. Iris is just... A teeny tiny, like barely three feet tall, Herringon, 
she has uh it's a mostly blue gray fur that has like spells of white all over it uh it is mostly hidden under her black cloak the hood is currently down but she does plan on pulling it up when she enters the train you see this other herringon that has given you kind of like this goodbye um and he smiles um as uh the train starts moving forward and it kind of bumps and like quakes as it's moving down the tracks and a little gnome looks up to you and goes, Oh, well, uh, sorry, I didn't see you there. Um, my name's Thea, by the way. I'm Iris. It's nice to meet you. You should be really more careful. I got your coin purse pretty easily as she holds up the coin purse that was in your pocket. I didn't even feel that. Yeah, if you're going to go to the, uh, the, the, the the big part of the city, you gotta gotta have things unlock. People got quick fingers and light touches. Um, are you heading to the the university or just going to the bigger part of the city to try to do better for your family? Um, Iris, uh, she kind of deflates a little at the question. Like, there's a stranger just, like, blatantly asking her personal questions. Like, she doesn't know who this person is. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, she is going to help her family. She loves them. But if I may... Yeah. I would like to try to counter pickpocket her. Ooh, uh... Give me a sleight of hand check. Now, as a warning, I do have a plus 10 to my that is hand. That is a-okay. So that's going to be a 22. 22. She does not notice you. even though she's looking right at you. But when you look in your hand, all you see is a wadded up cloth. Nothing of importance. And she smiles and goes, well, I'm going to try to get into the university, but I already got a job lined up so I can send money back home to my sister who's helping my fam my parents raise my other three siblings. Um, but I heard word of a rebellion starting years ago and that's kind of interesting if they can you know help the people 
maybe I'll look into joining that. If it's true. Can't always believe rumors. True. But, uh... Do you have a place to stay in the city? I know my way around. It ain't much, but... I'll be okay. Alright. I mean, I was gonna say you could stay with me and my cousin if you wanted to... have a place. I appreciate it. But I don't know you. That's true. I got family out in the city. Okay, well, hopefully, uh, maybe I'll see you around in the city. That'd be nice. I do know a good tea shop, um, right by the bazaar. They have good cakes and cookies. With the mention of food... Iris's stomach does growl a little. <laughs> oh. Are, are you hungry? I do have some snacks back in my seat. When you have as many siblings as I do, food's real hard to come by. I don't mind sharing. Come sit with me. I appreciate the offer. But I am looking for somebody. Alright, well, I got snacks. I'm uh, over in, like, the back end of the train. Unfortunately, it's by the bathroom. But, like, it's the seats that we could afford. Um, so, if you need any snacks or anything, you can come find me back there. Um, here's your, your cone purse back, by the way. Um, Thank you. And Iris will give back the wadded up cloth. Oh, I didn't even know you took that. But see, that's why I keep uh, keep my personables in a more personable place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she kind of like shimmies her chest to like show you what she's saying. Um, and she ends up going back to her seat. Um, it's about maybe a 30 minute train ride to the center of the city and when you get off of the train it is so busy way busier than you're used to from like where you got on the train um and you just see kids running back and forth despite it raining like everybody seems to be having a good day there's kids splashing in puddles everything like that um if you wouldn't mind giving me a perception check it's gonna be a 19 a 19 awesome you as you are um as you are uh sitting there and looking out across the city, you see a man about four feet tall, hair to his shoulders, 
beard uh, caressing his jawline as tattoos spike up into his cheek. Um, wearing like a blue shirt. Uh, and he just gives you a wave um, and walks over and goes, well, I take it you're the one that I'm supposed to be watching out for now. Iris is your name? Iris Dewdrop, that's me. Donovan Ironkeep is my name. Let me show you to uh, the place we'll be staying. And I'll introduce you to some friends later on. Hey, Donnie. Uh, he starts walking. It's about like a five minute walk uh, to the actual building but a traverse upstairs to about the 11th floor of this building. Uh, and he opens the door to a spacious loft apartment. Uh, and he goes, there's snacks and drinks in the kitchen. You can get what you want here. Uh, I have some stuff to run and do. Uh, but I'll be back in like an hour. Just make yourself at home. Don't open the door for anybody. And she kind of like salutes him with her paw. <laughs> good to know you're a good listener. And he closes the door um, and you hear his footsteps leaving. What would you like to do? In Raise this? the fridge. <laughs> uh, yeah, you open the fridge and you see there are sweets, there's vegetables, there's he wasn't lying. It is fully stocked. Um, you see there are like carrots. There's uh, Gilort eggs. There's um, Gilweed rat eggs also, which um, is kind of something that was like a special treat around your family um, as they're kind of ex expensive. Um, and you see that there are like different juices, different um, alcohols, and uh, a whole bunch of different types of food. There's even some Vila Puffs in there, so Donnie sprung some money for you to be able to stay with him. Um, it's all to your taking. She's a little overwhelmed. <laughs> She's never actually seen a fridge this stocked before. Mm. At least not for longer than ten minutes. Yeah. Uh, she's going to try to restrain herself. As she very easily put down half of the fridge in one go. She'd regret it, mm -hmm. but she doesn't want to do that. Yes. So she is going to take a couple carrots and uh, one of the uh, 
one of the eggs. Mm -hmm. And then she's gonna like kind of poke around at the place a little, see what else is here besides the food. Yeah, uh, give me an investigation. Okay, she's a little distracted by the food. That's only a five. <laughs> only a five? Only a five. Um, yeah, it looks like a pretty normal uh, apartment. But w even with a five on the balcony, you see that there is someone out there. Um, she is a pale woman in a tight lace, almost Victorian looking dress that cuts off at her knees with like thigh high boots um, laced up. She has a hat that brims over her hair and comes up to a point that lops over. Um, and she is leaning, looking over the uh, balcony out onto the city as she is smoking, like, one of those really long cigarette holders. Um, and if you would like... You could give me a perception check to see if you can hear what she's saying. Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, okay. 21. 21. You hear... As she's looking at this, she has a the cigarette in her hand, but also a stone, um, which you would know is a speaking stone. Um, and you hear her go, all right, Xander, you have to calm down. We got the girl from the train station. Dorval went to go do something else. It's okay. We'll debrief her, bring her to you so that you can talk to her and get her started in the rebellion. I know she's what we need, um, you know, because we need more of the, the Herringon population on our side. But, you know, I don't understand why she's so important. Oh, she picked her? Well, well all right. Okay, all right, I'll talk to her. Uh, and she kind of like flicks the cigarette out of the top of the long um, extended pipe and puts the stone back into her pocket and turns around to see. She goes, oh, ah, hello there, darling. Did not know that you were here. I'm Maven. It's nice to meet you. I see you found the snacks in the fridge. Uh, without breaking any eye contact, she just silently eats the egg that she was holding. They're good, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I have some explaining to do, since I'm sure you heard what I was saying. Not all of it. Most of it. Some of it. Darlin, do you know why you're here in the middle of the city? 
I was sent away from home and told to meet somebody. And I met him. And now I'm here. Yes. Next. Well, yes, we keep the fridge quite, quite filled here, especially for the guests that come by. You're here because you're apparently in the eye of somebody important. You've been handpicked by our benefactor for the rebellion. Rebellion's a thing? I thought that was just a rumor. And that's how it should be. We need everybody to think that it's a rumor. Because the more people that know the truth, the more people that can turn on it. Also, aren't you, isn't y'all kind of supposed to have tails? Me? And she like kind of hugs the cloak tighter around her? You... Are you okay, darling? People have accidents all the time. Sensitive about it. Well, you're still beautiful, even though you're missing a part. It's okay. I'm missing a part, too. And you see that she, like, opens her eye to, like, roll the fake eye that's in her eye socket around. I took an arrow to the eye some time ago. But yeah, um, if you want to come with me, I can take you to meet Xander. And also, did Dorval give you some stupid name? Like Donovan Ironkeep or something like that? Definitely Donovan. I don't remember what his last name was. He said his last name was. I was calling him Donnie. His name's Dorval. I'm going to stay with Donnie. <laughs> that is a-okay, whatever you want to call him. He's a little bit of a jerk, but, you know, let me... <sighs> Hold on tight. And she snaps her fingers, and you guys teleport into the center of the Resistance mainstay. Chris Sorry. It... Absolutely squeals <laughs> once they land. It, darling, it's, I'm sorry. I just... Sometimes it's harder to get people to prepare for me to do that. So I just say hold tight and then do it. Um, but welcome to the Resistance Headquarters. And with that, we will cut a year into the future. You're in the main, you're in the headquarters, smile, you know, doing your normal day-to-day -day stuff. And a little gnome woman who you remember from your first day into the city comes up. Now, Iris, I didn't think that we would both be here today. But here we are. So surprised as you are. You know, you've had eyes on you since we since you started. I want to know what you did to get the attention on you. 
No, but I'd really like it to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you got like the captain's eyes. You've got Xander's eyes. You got like most of the founder's eyes, except for there's one that I haven't met yet. They said that they hide a lot and they're hard to find. I swear I'm gonna find them one day. Can't always hide from a gnome. I don't know what I did. I I was home. Got in a little trouble at home. And they sent me off to the city. And here I am. Hmm, interesting. Well, maybe we can work together to find that out. Being that, you know, we're in the subterfuge division. That's kind of what we do. Espionage is our thing. Now, those are some big words. I come from a farm. We don't have those big words there. Uh, espionage is like finding out information and spying on people. What we do, what our missions are. Yes. Please don't tell them that I don't understand what they're saying half the time. <laughs> that is perfectly fine. I don't mind. It. I don't mind explaining it to you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but also. I heard that there's like a small little bar in one of the barracks and they're throwing a little bit of a party. Do you want to go? Yes. All right. Uh, Thea takes you by the hand and runs you down the hallway um, and turns into one of the barracks of like the um, the magic and rituals division is one of the ones known for throwing parties the most. Um, and you get into the, uh, barracks and you hear the music playing, everybody dancing, drinking. Thea runs up to the bar, grabs drinks for you both and, and gives you one and goes, now I didn't know that a rebellion would throw something like this. Makes sense, doesn't it? Hmm. A rebellion going against all the norms. Of course they'd be party animals. You know what? You're right. I just, the way that Xander is all the time, I thought he'd be too serious to hold a party. And you hear, at that moment, you hear a little, <clears throat> and the uh, music lowers a little bit as Ollivander stands in the doorway and goes, all right, well, isn't it who I was looking for? Iris? You can finish your drink, but I need you to come with me. She knocks the drink back like it was a shot. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I need to take you to see Zender. He's looking for you. He's got a question for you, and I can't exactly get the answer because it's, it's Xander. Well, it has to do some with some information we're trying to keep on the low. Oh, in the rebellion. Hi. Come on, follow me. Uh, and he kind of starts like his hooves just kind of lightly clop down the hallway. Uh, 
as he's waiting for you to uh, not waiting for you to move, he's just going to start moving. Oh. Um, it's really important, so we have to be of a little bit more speed, and I know you can do that. Fine. I'm sorry to ruin your fun, but this is important. I know he wouldn't have come down here if it wasn't. Yes, it has to do with uh, has to do with Maven, and uh, Dorval. Are they okay? I'll let Xander do the explaining as you head upstairs into this big steel door that Ollivander opens, and you see dark wood. Um, material things that are uh, like a desk, a bed frame, everything, and a big bay window with Xander standing in front of it. Uh, Two chairs, two cups of tea on the coffee table. And Xander goes, Oh, Iris, join me. Uh, There's something I need to talk to you about. It's important. And Ollivander closes the door at that. She's gonna, like, slowly lower herself into one of the chairs in front of the desk. Just to be like, is this because I don't understand half of what the meetings are about? (laughs) No. Half of the people that we talk to don't understand us. We use some very big words. Yeah, you do! I'm just from a farm. Uh, But it's okay. We... How do I say this? All of the captains are dead. Except for Maven and Dorval. But that's because Dorval was a mole. And Maven teleported all the dead bodies back to us. A mole? Yes. I didn't see it coming either, but we have word that he is in Kilian, and the thing is, is before we start our mission, we need to appoint new captains, in which I am splitting up the espionage and subterfuge and assassination cause to being two teams. I know you are new, uh, newer to the rebellion, but people higher than me, the benefactor, have told me that you deserve a spot. You deserve to be a captain. So you will be the new captain of the Subterfusion Espionage Division, and Thea will be your vice captain. A year. There's, there's got to be better people qualified than us. I don't trust anyone else. I don't know who he was working with, and I cannot fight what the benefactor says. Without her, we wouldn't have funding. Oh. I 
if she really thinks that I'm the best one for the job. We all do. Not all of us. Prove those that don't believe wrong. Myself? Arguably the most important person to prove wrong. I'll need you and Thea to meet me and the other vice captains in the war room at dawn. Because you're going on your first mission as a captain tomorrow. So? Yes. You'll meet the other captains and the other vice captains. And then you'll set out to find the traitor. Whether he's brought back dead or alive doesn't matter. And I will say that in the meeting. But Iris, don't make even further of a disbeliever out of the people that don't believe in you. Prove the benefactor right. You can count on me. I hope. Also, don't tell anybody the information that I gave you today. I don't need... I don't need a ruckus that is sad and feeling. Yeah, no. A lot of people here don't really think much before they do things. No. And I hope the benefactor isn't wrong about you. So I hope you prove her right. hope so too and maybe one day she'll introduce herself to you and our other captains I doubt that there is a level of safety she has to keep being the benefactor of a rebellion duh many people would have her head many people would have all of our heads exactly well, I'll see you at dawn. Go get your things ready. Prepare yourself. How am I supposed to prepare myself if I don't know what's going on? Well, I mean, prepare your things. You physically prepare yourself. You, uh, you'll emotionally prepare yourself once I give you the information. You're not the only one unprepared for feeling this. We all are. It's a big loss. All of the captains? All of them? All. But Maven and Dorval. And I don't even know where this traitorous slug is. I just know that he is in the Underdark and he is last seen in Kilyon. But Maven will be going with all of you to have added protection. I will not lose you all the way that I did my prior captains. I'm gonna feed Donnie to the pigs back home. 
focus. I have a lot of preparing to do, so I will see you in the morning. Iris uh, is then going to take one of the teacups and knock it back like she did the other drink. <laughs> <laughs> that is hot. Uh, never mind, you already did it. Yes, it was. <laughs> we are going to teach you to enjoy things and not down them as if they are going to go away. I grew up, man. <laughs> I, I know. I know how you grew up and... It is a lot of unteaching that is going to have to happen. God. <sighs> go, go have fun with all of your mates that you were partying with. Yes, I know about the party and I do not care. I know that you know about the party. I know everything, darling. Exactly. Go enjoy before you're on a long journey. Enjoy? Please. I gotta be up early. I'm gonna go to bed. Whatever floats your boat, darling. Iris is gonna kind of just slowly back out of the room at that. <laughs> and Ollivander closes the door and looks at you and goes, I really appreciate you coming to talk to him on such a short notice. As you can see, it was a big deal. And congratulations, I guess. It's weird. If it means anything, Iris, I believe in you. Thanks. Go get some rest. You can't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be, but I feel like I'm everybody's father here. <laughs> You take care of yourself too, okay? I'll try. on all of us. I got a snake in the other room to take care of. You should have some fun sometimes. Oh, I do. You just don't see it. Oh, no. Xander. Xander should try to loosen up sometimes. Good luck with that one. Maybe you should talk to Maven about that. Are he and Maven a thing? No. They're just best friends. Just best friend? Between me, you and me, Iris? Xander's as gay as curly the snakes on his head are. <laughs> Iris just lets out like the biggest squeal. <laughs> And also, Maven doesn't like emotions, so... She Not. tends to just keep friendships. Feelings are weird. I think they're nice. Depends on the feeling. That is, that is true. Well, you go do what you're going to do to prepare for tomorrow, and I will try to get him to calm down. That's not going to happen. I know, but I can say it out loud and hope it will. Infestation or whatever it is. Yes. Big words. I don't yeah. know what they mean. <laughs> oh, you mean espionage. No. 
saying saying something in the hopes that it comes true. Manifestation. That one. There we go. Yes. Infestation. <laughs> yes. Okay. Go enjoy the rest of your night. Good night, Ollie. And that is where we will end our interview. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on the introduction of Cottontail, one of our five main players in this campaign of rebellion and self-actualization and the power of love. I can't wait for you all to hear the stories we tell with our captains starting on September 15th when episode one premieres. You can find Queers and Spears on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. I'm calling it Twitter because X is stupid. Blue Sky because we officially have a blue sky. And any other social media that pops up. Um, you can also find us on any place that you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Samsung Podcasts, and many more. I cannot wait to tell this serious and dark story that we are going to tell for Campaign 2 and see what happens to our captains and who they become, or if they survive. We'll see you on Friday for Episode 1, y'all. Bye.